Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering Scream 2. And I really hope this blood doesn't, like, go into my eye. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, Got thirsty. Uh, I ran into a pole. <laughs> anyway. But, but before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So... I am drinking the Republic of Tea, the Crown, the Queen's Afternoon Tea. I will make note that, unfortunately, the Crown series from the Republic of Tea is uh, discontinued. But I will link below the closest tea I can find to this. Um, But it's got black tea, sweet blackberry leaves, and honey and vanilla flavors. Mm. And I am drinking the Republic of Tea's Passion Fruit Papaya, a Moment in the Sun tea. And it has black tea, sunflower petals, natural passion fruit, papaya, and natural pineapple flavor. Tropical. Yes. And thank you to the Republic of Tea for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our spoopy tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. You mean Spoonie? For our Spoonie. Well, spoonie tea sippers? <laughs> and without the context, uh, <laughs> it, might, it might confuse some maybe. people. <laughs> Which, since we I have a new it. set, we're thinking of maybe having some spoons in the background. Who knows? Let us know what you think, guys. Yes, maybe. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so for the summary of Scream 2... Cindy, or Cindy, Sydney. Cindy is from uh, the scary movies. You're Cindy Lou Who? What? No, right? It's from uh, the scary movies. Okay. So ever since that, it just like messed up my memory. But anyways, okay. Um, Sydney is now. I mean, it, it, she's in college, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they have dorms and stuff. Yes. And. The murders are happening all over again. And they're like, oh, since this is a copycat killer, because essentially, like, a book's come out about the murders and And a a movie. movie. And so they're like, okay, this killer wants to copy the previous stuff, but make it bigger. And so it's like Sydney and her friends are in danger again, but it's like, how are they going to up the ante? So, for entertainment, I'm trying to open up my rating. Oh, I didn't read this one. Dang it. Well, <laughs> you know what? We'll, we'll wing it. Okay, so. Fine. Totally fine. So, while I, I think, th- I still really like the first one. But this is a really good sequel. Like, it... 
it still has the same set satirical feeling that the first one has and it does expand on like it's not repeating the same thing of like oh we're we're playing to the meta of scary movies it now like ups it a little bit further and expands on it um so it feels like instead of copying the same conversation it's expanding upon it um Yeah, I will say even though I think they did an interesting job and like with the satirical commentary, the fact that as a mom, like I I think the point of the movie was the mom was the most predictable and least predictable of the potential killers possible where it's like, you don't really see the mom that much, but then now, but then you figure out, Oh, the mom of Billy Loomis is a killer. And you're like, Oh, well that's, yeah, that's definitely predictable because it's like a revenge. But, um, yeah, so it follows the same pattern. Um, it kept with the tradition of killing off, uh, a famous actress, uh, in this case, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, but I will say with this one, you think Buffy the Vampire Slayer would have fought a little harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say it was a little bit weird that they did because it's like with um, Drew Barrymore, it made a little bit more sense because they had played upon the audience being mm-hmm. like, oh, she's going to be the main character. Like, this is like a whole... And then they completely diverted the audience's expectations. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, you're like, oh, that's a famous person. They're probably going to die. Oh, look, they died. So, mm-hmm. I feel like they really shouldn't or didn't really need to have her in there. Um, or if they were, they could have played upon it and be like, oh, she's actually not dead or, or have her fight back enough that she's able to get away. Like they could have, mm-hmm. they didn't have to just kill her off. I don't know. I felt like that was a little bit too. Or had a different cutter. actress. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I did enjoy that just like with the first one, the kills are varied. Not every kill is the same. Um, and th- just like with the first one, it, they're really good at the tension. Like, especially with uh, Gail and uh, Dwight uh, <laughs> uh, running away from the killer. And that whole scene and, like, seeing him through the glass and then going through, like, the soundproof area of the room. Like, that was really tense and really good mm-hmm. and a really fun scene. Um, so they, they keep that fresh. I did like whenever Sydney is like on stage and she's doing like the Cassandra. Cassandra mm-hmm. and you see the scream mask. I, I it's like I feel like it would have been fun if they played more with that on like is Sydney actually going crazy because she's traumatized or or is there actually a killer rather than establishing right off the bat there's a killer. Mm-hmm. But um but this scream definitely has the same sin as the first scream where the killer is kind of like extra clumsy where <laughs> I mean, you know, on the one hand, the thing that's always scared me about scream is you can tell the killer is 
book in it. Like, he mm-hmm. is really trying to kill you because if he can kill you, then there's no witnesses to his crime type of thing. But... <laughs> But you also, on the flip side, you get these funny scenes of where he, like, trips over a chair. And <laughs> and then sometimes, like, the way that, like, the the cloak or whatever, like, comes down on him, just seeing him, like, wave. So it just, sometimes it's a little bit funny. It, like, it skirts the line of being like, oh, wow, this is really tense because he's booking it towards the person to, oh, my God, that's hilarious. He just tripped over the chair and now he's getting back up. So Well, it it makes sense, too, because I feel like yeah. it would be a little difficult to see in that mask. That is very true. That is very true. Um, and I, it's like, I will say I was not expecting, it had been a long time since I had scre- seen Scream 2, um, but I will say the guy that was in- initially revealed himself as the killer, like when you look at him, you're like, he's the killer. Like, even with me not really remembering, I was like, he's the killer. He's got villain face. Yeah. But the one thing that did surprise me was the reporter that ended up being Billy's mom. Um, but as far as rating goes, it's definitely more solid than the previous two movies we've reviewed for October. Um, but it's definitely not my favorite of horror movies. Like, I think I would probably go for the first one before this one. Um, but I think, uh, I, I think a 7.5 um, is pretty accurate for me. So so I give it a 6.75. It's not as strong as the first one, but it's still pretty good. It's a good continuation. Mm-hmm. It is. It's not the the most solid sequel. But it could have been a lot worse. Definitely could have been a lot worse. And we see worse later down the line. (laughs) Yes. But I do typically watch this one, like, immediately after the first one. So it feels like a natural continuation. Mm, Yeah. Um, There's a lot of movies got a movie and bad decisions being made and... It's it's kind of the typical horror movie, almost cookie cutter, um, which I know they're they're trying to make a commentary on that. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like they could have done something just a little bit different to make it a bit more memorable. Yeah, like I feel like the first one, as far as like the satirical commentary, felt a little bit deeper. Yes. Like it, it was giving you everything that you expect in a horror movie but at the same time they're they're, like they were commenting as it was going Mm -hmm. while this one even though it's the same commentary type it's still it feels more surface level yes um somehow yes and it's mostly at the very beginning they don't really have it sprinkled throughout like the first one did yeah i know like towards the end whenever like the both of the killers like reveal themselves mm-hmm. and they kind of go back to talking about it. But yeah, there, there is a good portion of the movie where it's just silence regarding that. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I know that at the time this came out, the violence in TV and movies was a big thing. So it kind of made sense for Mickey to to say that's going to be my defense. And also that it's all about the trial because that's fairly true even of today. Yeah, like Ted Bundy yes. and like all of the major mm-hmm. like serial killers of their time. It's mm-hmm. like the trial is what like that's where they get their biggest fame. Yeah, their typically publicity, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how they're remembered. Yeah. So I get it, but at the same time, it did still feel kind of like really. <laughs> Every time I watch it, it's just. Seriously? And, you know, I feel like when it came out, Mm -hmm. we weren't old enough to really understand that part of the culture at the time. Um, Because it's like, I feel like we were just starting to come out of that when we were old enough to really understand that part Mm -hmm. of the culture. Um, It kind of switched from movie violence to video game violence. Yeah. And now it's like, and whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of everywhere now. Um, The effects were mostly decent. Um, There were times when the blood was a little too runny, but otherwise it was was par for the course for these movies. It's pretty good. Um, What little gore they do show, which it's not much, honestly. Yeah, really. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not over the top. Yeah, it's not overdone. It's not gore for the sake of gore. It's not Saw. It's just, they've been stabbed. (laughs) There's blood, they've been stabbed. Um, Some of the characters are kind of forgettable, and some of the drama feels a little bit forced. Um, Even the tension with Sydney and her boyfriend feels a little bit forced. Like, I get why there would be tension there, and I know they try to do that, but it just didn't come across as organic. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from. And it's like, on the one hand, I can see why she's like, stay away from me, because mm-hmm. she's like, either I don't want you to get hurt, or what if you're the killer? Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of interesting at the end where they were almost trying to play it off on like, oh, he's the killer. He just doesn't want to admit Mm -hmm. it. But then they're like, JK. Um, But yeah, it does feel like she was a little bit too stubborn. Yeah. And wishy-washy. She kept going back and forward on it. Yeah. And then he did that embarrassing (laughs) singing yeah, that was just painful to watch and yeah. listen to. Yeah. Just a little bit. Like, they were really just setting It's very it up. sweet. Yeah. Very sweet romantic gesture and all, but honestly, like, if I were in Sydney's place, that wouldn't necessarily reassure me either. Yeah, especially, like, there got to be a point where he seemed obsessive. Yes. About trying to get her on his side. Mm-hmm. It's like... Dude, that's not healthy. Yeah. Like, you're you're just pushing her further away. Mm-hmm. Like, give her some distance, and hopefully she'll be able to not really come back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 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 Um, all in all, it is a good one, and I would definitely recommend seeing it at least once. 
but it's it's one that's better viewed with friends and oh, yeah. like right after the first movie. Have a screen marathon. Yeah. But Oh, realism's a toughie. Yeah. Cause as you said, they don't unnecessarily show you a bunch of gore. And the gore I mean there there are some kind of bad effects here and there, but overall pretty solid effects. Um I will say the cops there there were some things I'm like He's a little bit too good at being a killer. Like, whenever the, the cops are driving and he just, mm-hmm. like, busts in and just starts killing them off, mm-hmm. it's like, what the heck? Like, on the one hand, Scream tends to be a more realistic killer movie. But on the other hand, there's once in a while where they'll just give him scenes where he seems almost like superhuman. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the scenes I'm like, mm, I don't completely buy that. Where trained cops, like he just takes out trained cops just like that. Like what? <laughs> the, it did lead up to a very uh, tension filled oh, yeah. scene. Definitely. But I was so mad at Cindy because I'm like, why didn't you just Sydney. take? Sorry, Sydney. Why didn't she just take off the mask when they got out of the car? <laughs> Anyways, it's right there. And it's like she didn't let the intrusive thoughts win until it was too late and the killer was already gone. (laughs) Which, I mean, it would have been the end of the movie, but it's like still. It wouldn't have been the end of the movie right then. Well, because there's another killer, Mm -hmm. yeah. There were two. See, and oh man, what if they played it off on, oh, there's not two killers, there's actually three killers because they got up the the Mm -hmm. ante. (laughs) Yeah, they could have very easily. Yep. Um, oh, my, the, the one complaint that I did mark on the realism is at the end, whenever Sydney has the axe and she's cutting the rope and having all this stuff fall down, which was good. Like, I will say, I really like the fact that Sydney, like she does fight back really hard. Mm -hmm. And so whenever she's losing or whatever, it, you know she's giving it her all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like after she's done doing that, she gets rid of the axe. Yeah. And then runs towards trying to get off the stage. And then that's when she's attacked. It's like, why Why did you get rid of the axe? Keep it. You might need it. And Yeah, you know better than that. Yeah. So it that felt like a very movie's got a movie scene. Because I feel feel like it's almost not true to her character. Like it she would have, she would have been smart enough to keep a hold of mm-hmm. a weapon. Ah. Yep. Yeah, it's like there's just scenes here and there that kind of like almost feels like movies got a movie, like the um, when the killer is talking on the phone with Randy. Yes. And uh, Gail and Dwight are like going around trying to like find. I really do like that scene though. Yeah, I like that scene too. Mm-hmm. But it's like they, with Randy being on the phone and like looking around, it's like you didn't you didn't think to look at the big huge van and be like, oh, that would be a really good hiding spot rather than someone talking out in the open, like just. But um, yeah, did it okay. So I haven't done a, a rating. 
but I th- I feel like with the kills and the more realistic, I I'd say it's more like a three. But I do have to. Admit, did you find it really comical when Ghostface was trying to break the glass in the studio? Yes. <laughs> there are some parts of this movie where it seems like really comical and I don't know if they're purposely trying to do like with it being a satirical film it's kind of hard to tell sometimes especially the way he's like slipping and sliding like being all clumsy like trying to kill people it's like uh sometimes it gets a little confusing on what they're trying to get the audience to take seriously versus what is actually like what they're making fun of yeah but yeah that's what I got so I give it a 2.5. Mm, mm-hmm. So very close. <laughs> very close. But there's a lot of movies got a movie moments that I took off for and a lot of nitpicky things as well. <laughs> like in the very beginning when they show the couple that dies first. Who gets up a few minutes into a movie and decides, I'm going to go get a snack and a drink. Oh, yeah, in the mo- actual yes. movie theater. Like, yeah. she left the movie to go get a snack, and then he scared her. That was the first, like, scare. Yeah. Quote, unquote. I, I think I took it as she didn't, since she didn't like scary movies, she was trying to kind of get away from it. But... Yeah, it's like you would you would get that stuff beforehand. Yes. You just, Regardless of how you felt about the movie. Yeah. You would eat your feelings during the movie yes. if you didn't like the movie. Yes. <laughs> also, I know it was a different time, but there was way too much chaos in that theater. Way too much. And when she was getting stabbed, like when she was first stabbed... Why did she run closer to the screen instead of to the lobby? Yeah, because it's like on the one hand, I can see her running towards the screen because then people could like see. But it's like. But they were all horsing around and acting like they were stabbing each other well before then anyway. Yeah. So all of them thought that it was just a publicity stunt until the very end. Yeah. So, you know, I definitely agree. She should have gone out to the lobby. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, man. And then how her boyfriend died was so dumb. It was. But I could see at least part of that happening. Though the force that it would take to shove the knife through the stall door. uh, Yeah. Okay. There are two things. There is that scene. And then there is the scene where Ghostface like actually stabbed through a wooden door. Yeah. That looked like a pretty thick door. I'm like, how much force and how good is this knife? Exactly. Because it's like when you actually see the knife, it it definitely, very obviously looks like a prop knife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I'm like, how is this possible? And I know this is a little nitpicky, but in the the movie itself that they went to see stab they showed in the very very opening scene the the blonde chick was getting ready to take a shower and then she heard something and went out to check it like the phone rang or something and she went out to check it and then they showed popcorn on a stove heating up 
I'm sorry, who puts on popcorn and then decides, I'm going to go take a shower? Very true. No! Like you you would burn your popcorn. Yeah, no. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. Pick one. It's like, how long did... Like, either how long does it take for that popcorn to pop, or how quick is that shower? Yeah. <laughs> just rinsing off real quick? Yeah. Because, no. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't make that much sense. Um, I I do appreciate though the the cameraman. Yes. Getting gone <laughs> until it was safe. Yeah, and then him even like talking about like the other cameraman. Like I don't know if I'm cut out for this work. Yeah, dude got gutted. Actually, he had his throat slashed. Okay, slashed, gutted. Doesn't matter. Dude's not in the union anymore. <laughs> Um, also, I would like to point out that Randy, who is supposed to be a big movie buff and is in film <laughs> studies class, got the line for aliens wrong. <laughs> like, the killer got the line correct. And he tried to correct them with the wrong line. <laughs> I feel like that was a little out of character for him. If you're going to do something like that, then make the killer say the wrong thing and Randy correct him with the actual line. Maybe. I wonder if that was kind of like a a hint being like, oh, this guy's obviously into movies, so he might be the killer. I don't know. It's like, oh, he was saying he was very adamant about it's It's life imitating art, imitating life. And he was very into that debate. Yeah. Like, a little too into it. Yeah. So. And just a lot of the, the wounds and things were... I don't know. Um, the chick in the very beginning was stabbed, I think they said, seven times. And some of the areas she was stabbed in should have been, like, she was down. Right then. Adrenaline or no. Yeah. So it's just kind of. Mm. And like with the the cotton guy. Cotton weary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of were pushing him being the killer a little bit too hard. Yeah. It was a little too obvious. And so whenever it's like, oh, is he going to kill Sydney or the killer? It's like, no, he's going to save Sydney. Like, yeah. It was pretty pretty obvious yeah all in all it's just kind of a eh on the realism like the cops again were incompetent <laughs> there's no reason whatsoever that sydney wouldn't have grabbed the gun that was on the hood of the car yeah and finished the dude off right then and there but okay it was, again, movie's got a movie moment. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. But it's like, I feel like the, the original movie doesn't have that many movies got agree. movie move- mm-hmm. moments. I agree. Yeah. That's why I said I think the first movie's definitely yeah. better. Yeah. Definitely stronger, if nothing else. Yeah. So. But yeah. That's what I got. Yeah, it's like, overall, it's not... Like, as far as, like, sequels go, it's not that bad. But um, 
they just went a little too hard with some things. Yeah, it, it kind of, in some ways, feels like a tired rehash of the first one. Yeah. Um, so it's like, in some ways, it was fun that they expanded upon the satirical commentary, but in other ways, it felt a little bit more predictable, mm-hmm. a little bit more disappointing when you did predict something right. I feel like they didn't think it fully through as well. Wait, what makes They didn't that? flesh it out mm. as much as they should have. Mm. They didn't think about it too hard. Yeah. They just wanted to throw it out there as quickly as they could. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels like it wasn't as intensely mm-hmm. thought through then as the first. Yeah. But. Well... Thank you for joining us today and let us know on what you thought of the movie. If you would uh, like to recommend a movie game or tea, you can leave us a comment or join our Discord server. And if you'd like to keep up to date with our content, you can find our link tree listed below. And if you'd like to support us monetarily, we have a Teespring and a PayPal, or we have our affiliate link with Republic of Tea available. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just allows us to continue to do what we love. You can find all of the sites mentioned link below. But until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.